Welcome to Notes from the North with Kyle and Sam. Welcome back to Notes from the North. Kyle and Sam here. And uh, Kyle and I were just talking a little bit about what to talk about. There really hasn't been a whole lot of Vikings news. Uh, I know we're post June 1. A little bit of a waiting game to see what happens to Dalvin Cook. But Kyle, if I'm not yep. mistaken, not a whole lot's going on right now. No, yeah, that's yeah, yes, that's right. No, not not very much is going on. A um, little bit kind of on the margins of the roster. You know, they've signed so and so. They've released so and so. Certainly, don't want to ever overlook a player. The odds are, st- you know, the some of these transactions, the odds are really stacked against these players. But as we saw last year, nobody would have thought Duke Shelley would have been. Duke Shelley, you know, would have, would have come in and did what he did. Uh, same for Kyrus Tonga. So, you know, you just kind of wait and see. So you make note of some of these transactions. They appear minor right now. Chances are they are minor and don't really amount to very much. And uh, otherwise, you just kind of wait and see. Yeah. So with with that all being said, again, like I said, there hope, I think hopefully there is uh, – it does feel like at least there's a couple more pieces to to come and maybe maybe more of those medium to large size uh, piece of news. But but in the meantime, there's not a whole lot else going on. So uh, Kyle and I were talking about back and forth about what to talk about and thought it'd be interesting as we haven't done this. I know sometimes we float through ideas of what to do in the offseason. And the idea was, you know what, let's rank the top five quarterbacks in the NFC. Uh, yeah. Partially, I think there's interest for Vikings fans in this and that it is interesting to figure out where Kirk Cousins belongs on this list. Uh, yeah. And I, I think saying that it is interesting because as I you start to look at this, and I, I might just run through quickly uh, who the starting quarterbacks at least are projected for each of these teams just to, to throw those names. Uh, but while, before I do that, like from my perspective, I think there's probably a relatively good argument that if you were to name the top five quarterbacks in the whole NFL, that there might not be like there may be one from the AFC. Uh, although I think you could make a pretty compelling list that uh, one one in the one in the NFC. Sorry, one in the NFC. There, like yeah. that maybe maybe even if you were to do a top six or seven. That yep. maybe you have one from the 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 NFC. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, is that fair? Like, I, I like. Yeah, I think that's generally the kind of unless you're unusually high on. Um, I mean, Hertz is who we're talking about. Obviously, Jalen Hertz belongs at the top or towards the top, um, at the very least. Uh, so unless you're unusually high on Dak Prescott or Cousins or Jared Goff, maybe Geno Smith. You know, these are now the names for kind of considering beyond Jalen Hurts. Right. Right. It it uh it is interesting. It just it does feel like there's really a, a lack of parity in terms of quarterback talent uh between mm-hmm. between the two two conferences. But let me go through this. So we've got uh again 16 teams. Atlanta Falcons, Desmond is it Ryder or Ritter? I think it's Ritter, I believe. Ritter, yeah. I think. So well, that, that tells you enough about where he is on, on that list. Um, Arizona, we got Kyler Murray, Carolina, Bryce, yep. Bryce Young, 
or Andy Dalton, depending on, uh, it feels like it's Bryce Young. It's just about when. Um, yeah. Yep. Chicago, we got Justin Fields, Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott, Detroit Lions, Jared Goff, Green Bay Packers, Jordan Love, LA Rams, Matthew Stafford, Minnesota Vikings, Kirk Cousins, the New York Saints, Derek Carr, New York Giants, Daniel Jones, Philadelphia Eagles, Jalen Hurts, San Francisco, you got Brock Purdy, your Trey Lance. Uh no, there's injuries around those guys, but but kind of that that's the tandem at this point. You got with Seattle, you got Geno Smith, uh Tampa, uh, Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask, depending on who yep. who you ask. And with the Washington Commanders, you got either Sam Howell or Jacoby Brissett. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh Bit of an uninspiring list, but yeah, but again, it is. I, I think that ranking maybe is hard just to go from uh blank, but maybe let's we can maybe do this is even to f- try to find a bit of a top five within those that list and then and then find a bit of a hierarchy between them beyond that. Right. Do you do you have a general sense on your end of what you would think? So I think like we were saying earlier, Daniel or uh, Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm feels like he if you're if you're going to pull all these lists he's at the top of basically every single one of them and i think there's probably an argument to be made about uh longevity of his career and can he do what he did last year over a long large large span of games but realistically he last year was was a phenomenal year uh year before still it wasn't bad uh wasn't the same level that he was last year mm-hmm. but uh feels like he is the the surefire like top five no doubt pick there yeah sure i mean he's his career is still so young right he didn't really play that much as a rookie uh only started four games uh was active for 15 but i mean last year you know 66.5 percent completion 22 uh, touchdowns, only six interceptions. And of course, moves really, really, really well. Uh, and the crazy thing is, I mean, never in his career, Cousins has had 11 years in the NFL, I believe. And never in his career has he been an all pro. He has never even been a runner up for MVP or anything like that. He's never won a major award. He's been to the Pro Bowl, whatever you make of that, but he's never actually distinguish himself in any single season even as a second team all pro or any anything like that right and and so there is kind of a cap on how good cousins has been whereas hurts last year he was runner up for mvp his second team all pro uh offensive player of the year he finished third in the voting i mean these are all things that cousins has never done so i mean hurts just has he already is better he already has shown himself to be better right now. And his it still feels like his ceiling is higher, right? Like he he could keep uh, will will he be able to do this for the rest of his career? I don't know. His career is still young. Um, but gosh, you know, it was pretty and the crazy thing is, you know, I think I've said this before, and most people agree probably, he was better than Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Like we think of his fumble, that unforced fumble, and that was a really bad mistake. But <laughs> like for the other like 59 plus minutes or whatever, he was the best player without question. If Philly wins, he is the MVP 
without question kind of thing, right? Like Mahomes was like, you know, Mahomes was pretty good. Not great, pretty good. You know, and, and Hertz was fantastic. Fantastic, right? So he's just already done things. You know what I mean? Even within his rookie contract, right? And I, and I recognize that he's signed a new deal now, but, you know, first three years, just playing on that rookie deal, uh, done things and shown abilities that, you know, there's other guys in the NFC just don't have. No. And, and again, like one of the things that uh, certainly is a conversation around him, but, but hasn't really been like that we haven't talked about yet is the, the rushing uh, like he yeah. he's ran for over 750 yards both the last two seasons, uh, which is a pretty good asset considering like he's also a, a pretty good thrower of the football as well. And not just that, Sam, but two years ago, he rushed for 10 touchdowns. Last year, he rushed for 13. So like, you know, you, you kind of add it all together. And you get this like crazy weapon at quarterback. Um, he's, he's phenomenal. He really is. He, he's a phenomenal player. Yeah. I, to be honest, I came in. I was kind of like, "Is there an argument that we can make that he's not number one?" But it, I don't, I don't think you you have much of a leg to stand on of, about him not being not right now. No, no, no. no. Um, so we've got that. I think there's a there's certainly feels like there's probably a uh, a top half, bottom half. Uh, maybe I'll I'll throw this out a, a couple names. So uh, Justin Fields does does he belong on a top five list? Maybe, maybe. But he's still just mostly potential right now, I think. You know what I mean? But maybe now he's got DJ Moore, right? And a little more healthy offensive line. Maybe. Maybe. Like, he's, he honestly, he has the capacity to be very good, I, I think, as far as I can tell. But um, um, I'll say maybe. Okay. So I feel like if you say you're putting a list together for 2023 for the 2023 season, maybe not. But if you're, you're asking me 2024, it feels like he's on it. And I guess that's probably where yeah. we're, we're at is like, there yeah. still would need another season uh, of showing improvement to be able to say, you know what, you really belong on that list. Uh, yeah. But again, still young. You talk with the weapons that, that yeah. have been added. Hasn't uh, had a lot of help yet. Give him some no. help and see what he can do. Yeah. No, no. Uh, interesting name. Maybe that's, that's started to, that now has come on this list because uh, of off season changes, Derek Carr. Uh, and yeah, I, I'm interested by by his name because I've always thought that he's a pretty good quarterback. Probably I've had a bit of a higher opinion maybe than the average on him. Yeah. Uh, really curious to see what he does with a Saints team that uh, I'm kind of, I, I would say I'm not really sure what the Saints are at this point. And I'm curious to see what what, yeah. what he looks like in a, in a different team because the way it ended uh, in Vegas was not ideal. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I don't know if the Saints know what they are. <laughs> no, I don't know if the Saints have known what they are for the past several years, kind of thing, post Drew Brees. So, but I, I do think Derek Carr is actually a good quarterback. And again, he's won like back. In, I know this is ancient history at this point, but back in 2016, he finished third in MVP voting. Right, like he he does have. He has at least for a time shown the capacity to be very, very, very good. Um, even though he's far from a perfect quarterback, uh, I would think he's in the top five. Like he, he's solid, right? Like he, he's a solid, you could say, a good quarterback. And probably at this point, that gets you in the top five in the NFC. Like if you're solid and quite good, 
that means you're top five quarterback in the conference, I believe. Okay. So, so if you've got, we've got uh, Jalen Hurts there, you got Derek Carr there. Is Kirk Cousins there? Again, I yeah. would be a bit biased, but but he's there. Yeah. So yeah, I genuinely think so. Yeah, I, I do. Even for all his faults, um, you know, you could argue that he's second best in the in the conference. Yep. You know what I mean? If if you think he's better than Dak, um, I'm kind of excluding Kyler just because he's got that ACL injury. I don't know how much he's going to play this year. Um, even if healthy, you could argue that Cousins is better than Kyler Murray. I mean, Cousins just so rock solid. Uh, just never gets hurt, and and even you know more than that, he just he really is great at throwing the deep ball. He's ultra accurate, ultra durable. Um, last year, fourth and eight aside, he was ultra clutch. You know, sure did pick a poor time to throw a bad pass, but otherwise, he was sensational in those situations, right? And so, I actually think Cousins is quite a good quarterback. Um, the issue is basically just what we discussed. Never once has he been on an all pro team. Never once has he been in consideration for offensive player of the year, MVP. I mean, I'm sure people have considered him maybe, and I don't know if he's gotten some fringe votes here and there, but he's never really finished as, um, you know, like contending for the award kind of thing, like, you know, second or third or even fourth or fifth. Um, and so, in a sense, there, there is a ceiling there. Even if he has been quite good for quite a long time, if I'm not mistaken, Sam, PFF, oh gosh, I think it's Sam Monson who did a top quarterback piece for PFF. And I think he had Cousins as his second NFC quarterback and ninth quarterback overall, right? Which to me is quite a generous ranking. I, I, I don't think it's necessarily unreasonable. But I think it's more generous than a lot of the kind of big national sites would say. Uh, there's really no argument right now, no reasonable argument that Jalen Hurts isn't the best. Like, I just think, you know, what you know, what more could you want in a young quarterback than what Jalen Hurts has been offering you? He's been basically everything you could ask for, right? So Hurts, number one, no argument for me. And then Cousins, the number two, I mean, coming into the year, you 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 wouldn't have put Cousins ahead of Stafford, right? Uh, maybe you wouldn't even put him in a, uh, you know, ahead of Dak, right? Maybe Prescott would have been higher on the list. I I think Cousins is better than Prescott. And and with Stafford right now, you just kind of wonder with the support. And I know this is in, in an individualized thing, but like, you know, Stafford appears to be getting a little bit older maybe. And I don't know if this is the result of kind of L.A. having this insane Super Bowl hangover, uh, just not quite the Los Angeles Rams we kind of grew accustomed to, but um, I'd consider Geno in there. I, I'd like Geno Smith a lot. I, I think he's great. And I think if you had the right, I, again, like I, I don't necessarily think he's going to be, you know, his ceiling is going to be like Jalen Hurts or his ceiling is going to be like Lamar Jackson, or Patrick Mahomes or any of those guys. But I think Geno Smith is rock solid. And if you kind of had the right team around him, you could conceivably win because I think Geno Smith is a great leader and a strong player. Um, a lot to like with Geno Smith. He he might be, you know, he might get uh, fifth perhaps in uh, in the NFC ranking. Like he he might be a top five in the conference. Yeah, well, that's interesting. I, I think because so that that would mean that top five is Hertz, uh, Carr, Cousins, Prescott, yeah, and Smith for you. Maybe Prescott. 
Smith would be in there. I'd still be tempted to lean Stafford, uh, even though he had a poor year. Like if we were projecting forward for this year, I, I just I guess I, I have I guess like a Dallas bias, the negative Dallas bias. I do not like the Dallas Cowboys, even though I get nothing personal against Dak Prescott. I just don't like the Cowboys, right? And so maybe that's kind of shining through to a certain extent. And I've always liked Matthew Stafford. Yeah, like man, that dude can sling it. And he just went through some real tough times in Detroit. So I always kind of empathize with him. But Dak, in reality, is a pretty good quarterback. Um, I don't think he's as good as Cousins. I just don't. Right. Yeah. And and uh, so may- maybe Dak should be in the top five. I- I've, you know, I've talked myself into Geno. Geno Smith should be in there. Derek Hart should be in there. Cousins should be in there. Hurts. And then from there, is it Stafford, perhaps? Is it- I don't believe Daniel Jones. I don't think he belongs in there. No, yeah. and Frank, San Francisco, I mean, they got guys who most teams would be QB2, QB3, and they're going to shine. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan, like, he's just so amazing as a coach. Um, yeah, so it's kind of wild, right? Like, yeah. the AFC is friggin' loaded. Well, loaded at quarterback. Unbelievable talent at quarterback. The NFC, you're saying we got one of those guys who, who you just kind of – there's a certain sense of awe when you watch what he does and you're thinking, this guy is amazing. And that's Hurts. And then after him, you're kind of like, frig. You know, you got good guys, but it's not even close to Burrow, Mahomes, and Allen, and Lamar. And, like, Aaron, the big thing, Aaron Rodgers jump ship, right? He's in the FC, and Tom Brady retired. You subtract those two dudes, then now, you know, because, I mean, like, if we did this last year, uh, I, I don't know, how, I guess, how high you'd be on Hurts at that point. But I mean, certainly there was an argument made that he was already a very good quarterback. But I mean, like Hurts, Brady, Rogers, that's kind of an indisputable top three from there, right? And then then it kind of gets, you know, a little bit more, not sure. You know, what do you think of Cousins? What do you think of Prescott? What do you think of Stafford? But now, man, you subtract Brady, his retirement, subtract Rogers due to trade, and the conference is looking a lot different, which to me, following the Vikings, is kind of, it kind of hope. Right, like, don't you? I, I don't know. What do you think when you look at that? Yeah, no, it's it. The uh, for for of course you you when you're thinking about the opponent you're playing against, like the first thing you're thinking about is the quarterback. Oh and yeah, to oh, not yeah. play against LA again, you can have uh, an Aaron Donald, and you're like, well, that's a scary dude, and like that that checks you. Like you you have to pay attention to every single every single play. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, to not have to play elite quarterbacks. Uh, yeah, very regularly is a very nice thing. And yeah, to, to your point, like that, I pulled up that PFF uh, quarterback ranking piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually have the first NFC quarterback they have uh, is Jalen Hurts. They have him at seven, uh, seventh overall. Seventh overall. Wow, so, I think that's quite low. So they've got Blow again, Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Herbert, Rogers, and Jackson. Wow, which Damn. again. Is interesting, but for them, just I know we'll we'll put a bow on on this because we could. This is it, there's a uh, it's fun to make lists. Uh, yeah, it's it's always no noteworthy. But if you're gonna go by their list, you've got Hertz at one, you've got Cousins at two. So you were right; he had Cousins at nine. Uh, yeah, Prescott at three, Stafford. Where at was four. Prescott overall? Uh, Prescott is ten. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. So, which feels pretty high. I, I agree. Yeah. I think it's high. Uh, Stafford at 12, and then Derek Carr rounding out the top five at 14. 
Uh, oh, interesting. And okay. then just being trailed by that Geno Smith, Jared Goff, Daniel Jones, and Justin Fields are all right behind him. And so Jared Goff's yeah. the one name that we didn't talk about. Uh, yeah. But I think if you're going to rank uh, those guys, it feels like um, that's a pretty pretty accurate top half. Uh, yeah, and, but that's interesting because that doesn't that doesn't include Kyler Murray there. So I think, like, yeah, as you look at this list, uh, by the time you get to um, eighteen, you've actually you have more NFC quarterbacks than you do AFC quarterbacks, and so it's not that the talent yeah, wow. isn't necessarily yeah. there. It's just if you're talking about the best of the best, uh, the AFC is the cream of the crop, right? So it's almost like the middle class hanging out in NFC. Whereas, like in the AFC, you're either got like riches or poverty in a sense. You know what I mean? You got like elite, elite, or kind of maybe young and developing, or a not great QB situation. Um, so that's kind of interesting. It, it is worth, worth worth noting, I guess, as we kind of go into the season. Yeah, and and I think again with lists like this, it changes season to season, right? Like they, they've got Russell Wilson twentieth, which dude, Russell Wilson was bad last year. He he was really bad. He was really bad last year. Yeah. But if you made like if you look at the 2022 quarterback rankings, uh, he's not 20th. Uh, yeah. Right. That's exactly. And I mean, back to the point about Rodgers and Brady. You know, a couple of years ago, Russell Wilson would have been there in your top five for the A or the NFC. Excuse me. Right. So again, there's just been that kind of like this like quarterback drain going on in the NFC, and like there hasn't been the same replenishing of like top. You know, it's not like Burrow is being traded to like the Giants or something right like it's just not it's been kind of you know going a lot towards the afc so that's can i give you one cousins fact stat that will help him like be a true top nfc quarterback sure let's go for it we're we'll gonna wrap it up that. here yeah okay so the, here's here's my and i wrote about this on ptsd purple ptsd um last season kirk cousins was sacked 46 times 46 cool. times that that's if it sounds like a lot because it is a lot that is the most in his career. Okay. You have to go back. He's only been in the 40s three times 2017 with Washington, 2018. That was his first year in Minnesota. And then last year, 46. He got friggin' clobbered last year. Like, 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 just like hit hard. Right. And you know, just even just as, as kind of like a micro example, think to the playoff game. How many huge shots did Cousins take in that game? Really, really, right? Like, and and you know, obviously the Giants have a great interior D line. Those those two defensive tackles are sensational, right? Like, not Aaron Donald, but Frig, not too far off, right? They're 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 very good, right? And so, you know, some of that you just you tip the cap to a great player. But on the other hand, there was the trend there. It was more than just the sacks; it was the QB hits, right? It was the times where him being decisive, you know, quick release, getting rid of the ball, but still getting hit pretty hard, and so. I think I'm basically in the majority if I were to be able to say that a, a comfortable Cousins is a competent Cousins. If he's comfortable, he's a very competent quarterback and, and does quite well. Uh, and so what I'm saying is that that from Kevin O'Connell down to even Cousins himself, uh, getting hit less on a week-in, week-out basis really would, I think, help Cousins to to do better, right? And his, I mean, Cousins is, not that he's inaccurate, but his accuracy, his completion percentage, I guess if we want to, that's maybe not the best way of doing it, but his completion percentage, you know, his accuracy 
has gone down in all five years in Minnesota. Not not by huge margins or anything like that. It's not like he's completing 50% of his passes, but it has gone down every year, right? And then if you, so you kind of have that trend. And then if, you know, him getting hit so much, uh, you know, the year before Clint Kubiak, he only was sacked 28 times. So he went from 28 sacks to 46 sacks alongside an insane amount of QB hits. So all of that to say, uh, finding a way through the play calling, through the protection, through hopefully with Jordan Addison getting open early and often, right? Just giving him an, an, an open man very quickly to get rid of the ball. Uh, that could lead to Cousins uh, being very solid, very productive, could really, really help out. And hopefully, you know, have allow him to kind of maybe hit that extra gear we kind of always hoped he would hit. Um, and at times, in critical moments, he did kind of hit that, right, didn't he? And so that's that's my my plug there. So, Mr. O'Connell, if you're listening, I love what you're doing. But please protect your quarterback. Less grass stains on his jersey by the end yeah. of the day is my hope. Yeah, I, I think that's that's really fair. I think, like, one of the things you can't criticize Cousins for is, like, he he stays in that pocket. and Oh, my gosh. Hit. Like, yeah. he takes a lot of hits. Insanely uh, but, tough. But... Yeah. Like you say, he so he was tied for well, so he I guess tied for third most sacks in the league. Uh, Russell Wilson and, and Justin Fields both uh, led the league tied at fifty five sacks. Wow, uh, fifty five is a ton, and and they both only played fifteen games. Wow, so there are two wow. less games than Cousins, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's a lot of times you get hit, and again, sacks is a there's. Not that's a flawed stat, but it, there are. It doesn't take into yeah. account how long a quarterback's holding onto the ball. Uh, exactly, yep. and and uh, yeah, there's factors out of a quarterback's control as as we've mentioned. Um, yeah, but uh, good. So I, I think I think we've roughly got a, a a top five there. I think uh, again, we're uh, fun to do this, uh, but we'll wrap up there. So thanks everyone for listening. Be sure to check out great Vikings coverage. I know you're you were saying I was actually Kyle and I were actually together this weekend. Uh, a lot of fun to to connect in person because mm-hmm. uh, we actually live a few hours away from each other. Uh, yeah. But you're saying that there are there continues to be a lot of material that's being put over uh, put yeah. out over at purpleptsd.com and vikingsterritory.com. So Absolutely. be sure to go check out uh, both those sites. Uh, but that's it. We'll wrap up here back in a couple weeks. Take care, everyone, and we'll uh, talk soon.